New Pampers. Unlike ordinary diapers with two layers, Pampers have three absorbent layers to stay up to three times drier. So babies can sleep soundly all night. Wishing you love, sleep, and play. Pampers. Sure, like a lot of talk actually recently about the look involved here, but it's all look rubbish. Good afternoon and welcome to the fourth episode of the Swan Draft League Blaming Chariots of Fantasy podcast. Brian, how are you? I'm good and I'm very excited about this final one. It's a big one. The the winners announced? It's within the next week. So it is the 21st of December when we're recording this. It's, It's ahead of the second final game week. Uh, and here, there's a lot happening. I don't know if we've ever had a run-in where there's a proper title race, like we're talking less than 10 points, and there's a proper dogfight down the bottom between Vlaz and Ben. Again, I think it's less than 10 points. We can get the we can get the tables up, but we're talking like, there's really nothing in it. Like even less than 30 points is not much. So we have a really great run-in. And uh, here, like by myself and... And and, your, and yourself, Brian, we were chatting about how we should do the pod and we were like, okay, let's maybe just, let's go away from our usual format and do it slightly different this time because there's just so much to cover. That's right. Um, I think we'll, we'll cover the trades, obviously. That's important. Yes. Um, but then I think, yeah, we'll analyze the top and the bottom, see what's going to happen yeah. next. Side bets, kind of a recap on the season. It, there's been a bit of a gap now since we did the last pod. So there is quite a bit to cover and uh, there's a lot of trades to cover and they're all big impact ones. They're not they're not irrelevant trades. Even the, the Matthias Cunha one <laughs> wasn't that irrelevant one as it turned out. We had a lot of cocky talk from Fitz and now suddenly he's gone very quiet. Things change. Yeah. Like, things can change in an instant. Like everything changed between last Saturday morning and Saturday evening. That's how quickly it changed. You just need... Uh, a below average week or even average week from someone who's leading and an absolute whopper of a week from someone who's chasing. And and that's exactly what happened. Like, Ush knocked it out of the park. And it really, like, when you see something happen like that, you're like, geez, anybody really within touching distance at all could could pose a threat. But now with a couple of game weeks left, Ush, he made the move when he needed to. So we have a title race and we got the dogfight. So it's exciting times, Brian. But how's, li- how's life on your side? Excited for Christmas? Who isn't excited for Christmas? And this league will be over. And I'm not in any, rele- any I was going to say relegation trouble. I'm not in any forfeit trouble this season. Yes. It's quite relaxing. Yes. And that always makes Christmas nicer when uh, you, you, you know yeah. you're not facing into like, you know, shaving your arse or <laughs> your nipples. <laughs> You know what? You're absolutely right. I, I've been involved in many title races. I've been involved in one dogfight. And they're not nice. Even the title races, they're not nice. <laughs> like, you know, it's actually it's great if you win and or if you get money or if you whatever. And it's great if you avoid the forfeit. But like there's a lot of stress attached to, to that last two game weeks over the Christmas period. Um where there's there's tugs, there's tugs happening every left, right, center. Well, if you come last, I think, like if you come last, you do your forfeit. You know, you, you walk out with your pride. If you yeah. coming first, it's a stick. that's different. There's pressure. Yeah, yeah. No, there's pressure. No, undoubtedly. And um, like I think last last season, I think uh, I definitely experienced a, a pretty much you know no a no stress finish to the league 
And I was like, you know, like not that I intentionally tried to do it again this year, but uh, I was like, you know what? This is actually nice. And uh, the, <laughs> Andy, the, the, the guys are the guys are in for a more stressful Christmas than, than myself, yourself, Andy, Paul, Nidge and Deck. Who can sit back, relax, and eat some turkey sandwiches? Um, but yeah, you're all set, and I, I believe you're catching up with uh, our current leader, and also a former Swan Draft League champion, Pat. Yes, this evening, um, I believe myself and Ashley will head for Lobby Bunsen and struggle for a few hours to contact Pat and see where he is. Uh, <laughs> that seems to be the way it's going to go. I'd imagine he's probably flying in today. Oh, he's only arriving today. Well, I, I'm going to guess that because he'll probably be in Dublin and then he'll go home. So oh. if he is flying in, like he 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 probably go home soon enough after flying in. So it would make sense that maybe the day he arrives, you guys will meet up. But uh, he's a man of mystery. We'll never really know the answers to any of these questions. Um, but here I'm. I'm sure you'll have a great night. Bunsen, as I said, is one of my favorite burger places. Um, one of the main topics of conversation from our catch up a few weeks ago. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a, it's a top place. Um, but uh, yeah, okay. So here, we've got a lot to cover. We might as well jump straight in. And here, w- will we take a trip to the mart to see what's going? Let's go. So, trade number one. I think going in chronological order, there's a trade which happened after we recorded the last podcast, but, but before the podcast was released. So uh, they, they caught us unawares. At the time... It was it was the Ushin and Ben alliance, uh, the Daily Alliance, which here this one has never really worked out for Ben in the past, and Ushin ha- has definitely utilised this trade to his advantage. We've got Kulazewski and Saliba leaving the Sparrow and Fingers FC, and then Diaby and Udogi going to Tully United's B team to that's Oshin's team. So Brian, what were your thoughts on this one? Well, spoiler alert, uh, Ben has continued to not benefit from trades with his older brother. Um, mm. because before I even put my thoughts across, it was very rude first off to do a trade the day we were releasing the podcast. <laughs> um, no <laughs> etiquette there at all. <laughs> the uh this one started badly for Ben and continued badly up until about two weeks ago. But the um, the winner in this trade, points wise, is actually with fifty nine points from these the, these players, um, with yeah. Ben only recording thirty one. Um, yeah, yeah. There's an undoubted. When I saw this trade happen, I thought to myself, "Ooh, Oshin has a silver tongue when it comes to dealing with." With Ben, I don't know. He he puts him under a spell, and it, it's happened in the past. And here, fair play to Ush. Like he's he's put, this trade put him in a position that he could win the league. And what happened with Ben is this trade put him in a position that he was like, oh shit! Suddenly, it's forfeit territory because I know he was kind of Vlad's was gaining and all that, but he had a couple of like sleeping giants there in Kulusevski and Saliba. Um, Diaby Ben has a lot of Aston Villa players already, so to go to go kind of like in that direction, I think Udogi also uh, was suspended. And um, here, th- this is this is one of the reasons Oshin's crept up to. I think he was maybe in third or fourth 
around the time he probably did this to suddenly he's leading the league now. So like it's a massive turnaround. I think uh, I think I think it's it's in itself this trade. It it says a lot, Brian, that it's catapulted us up to the top of the league, and conversely, it's sent Ben packing down to the very bottom of the league. And in many ways, uh, it's a pure trade. It's pure. Well, like it, it's 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 resulted in opposite opposite um, effects. If if Saliba had scored four more points, both Saliba and Kulusevski would have more points individually than the players Ben got. As a team, yeah, there you um, go. There you go. Yeah. Now here, the win for there's two uh, weeks left. There's yes. two weeks left. Like we we can grade at the end, but there's two weeks left. But I think this one big time. Oh, Ben, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'd be interested to hear Ben's logic on that one. I think here I, we we all know the way this one's going. Let's we can come back to it at the end. <laughs> uh, okay, trade number two. Um, I think am I right in saying that the uh. The Wisa Cunha trade that was uh, portrayed as an irrelevant trade by Andy, who announced it. This was Fitz and Andy. Uh, Fitz getting Cunha, um, Andy getting Wisa. Thoughts, Brian? Well, thoughts are I barely knew who these players were. Um, but uh, I know we're creating <laughs> the trades later. But yeah. I mean, there's a reason some people are top of the league and some people are either bottom or mid-table, because yeah. I did not realise how disgraceful this trade was Oh, until I looked at it. This is disgraceful. Oh. 28 points for Kuna versus 8 for Wissa. Ooh, who okay. Who has more than 2 points a week in 6 Yeah, weeks. okay. Still remains on Andy's team, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's very hard to avoid grading these trades until we grade the trade section. But, um, yeah, okay. okay. Right, you know, I think you're, you're definitely you're signposting these seven, Here. five, five, nine. And last week, you only got two. But what is this? Is, this is Cunha, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, here, I think at the time it sounded like a pretty, like, uh, like for like type one, they were probably very even. It's turned out to be a great trade, fits kept him in the league. In the yeah, and, and to be honest, it was one of those trades, and I had to applaud it at the time. Where you kind of look at it and you say to yourself, "Yeah, when you do a trade and it comes off like it did for Fitz there, whatever twenty point differential, they're the kind of things that happen." You say, "Yeah, this is going for Fitz. Fitz is going to win it." You know, he some you need a bit of luck uh, each year. Like a lot of talk actually recently about the luck involved here, but it's all luck rubbish. There's no luck involved <laughs> really in fantasy football. They're okay, just a, there's a bit of luck. And oh, the bit of luck usually favours the winner and the bad luck usually favours or is associated with the guy who finishes last. I don't do much work. Yeah, I think luck will see you come last, but not yeah. working at this will see you come bottom. Like four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I, I, I think you had that like smidgen of luck, which which I thought it's had with, with this trade and maybe a couple of other things I'll, I'll point out in a while. Uh, okay, third trade. This is a big one. Uh, and this is the trade that changed the landscape of the league. This was Ush and Fitz. And this is when Fitz went against all those good omens, all that good luck that he was building. And you saw Cunha go for him. You saw Schlabberslei score in the 97th minute in a, like, with an irrelevant goal that you're suddenly like, oh, okay, 
Fitz has this. He just needs to keep a steady hand. Keep Don't your hands on the steering wheel. Don't do any stupid trades. Don't trade your bankers. And what he did was he traded three of his bankers. He <laughs> sold Pedro Porro, who takes every free kick and every corner for Tottenham Hotspur. He traded Son. He traded Embuemo. Okay, granted, Embuemo since been injured, but the, he's a penalty taker who plays up front and is a midfielder in the game. Again, bad call, I would have said. And Jensen, who was the fodder. Uh, in return, Oshin got, sh- or sorry, Oshin gave away Shar, Odegaard, Adringa, and Etsy, who was injured before the trade was agreed. Okay, that's right. So, Brian, I'll just hand it over to you. Like, you can, I've all, I've set the scene pretty clearly from my point of view, but this this was the pivot point. Bits had the league by sixty or seventy points when he did this trade. Now you built this up, Harry. I was shocked by the results of this. From this yep. trade, Oshin's picked up sixty points. And Fitz has picked up 44. Yeah. 44 points. Now, he's only yeah. he's losing the lead by 10. So you could say this is the trade that um, swung it. But 16 points differential here. 16 points. And Mbwemo, who was a key part of that trade, I'm pretty sure he got injured soon enough after the trade happened, who Oshin drafted somebody else in and has impacted his team positively because of it. It really changed. Like, there was an intangible piece to this trade that, has resulted in the league swinging towards us. I think. I, I, I think. It's, I think. It's, the fantasy it's, football gods recognised Fitz is shitting it here. It's the no. To be honest with you, this one tells me Fitz is being screwed by Newcastle United. Okay. Okay. It's transfer of Shar is a disaster. Yeah. And he has been passed around this league, like I don't know, yeah, uh, something. <laughs> Newcastle has fucked them here. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, Odegaard, two, two points in the last three weeks is a disaster. Yeah. Odegaard, Odegaard, Odegaard is like, he's a good pickup, but at the same time, he's. Odegaard he, 20 like, points in the last four weeks. Yeah, no, he, he's, a good, he's a good player, but like, let's not forget, Fitz also gave Ush Martinelli. So, like, Fitz has been given Ushin really good players. Now, Martinelli hasn't come off for Ush, but like, by God, imagine he did. Like we're talking Son, Martinelli. These are first round picks. And yeah. Fitz has given them both players. I'd say um, he's been learning curve. No doubt. Never yeah, trade Son unless you're insane. Yeah, no, it was it was a crazy trade. And um it's one that I imagine a Christmas Eve, as Fitz thinks about what Santa's gonna bring, he'll think back to the naughty things you did during the year. And this is one of the ones <laughs> that he just I don't know. But uh Okay, like I actually skipped one there because in order for in order for Ushin to have gotten Odegaard, he did a trade with Deck, which involved Gabriel, Hame, Solanke, Prashar, Odegaard, and Awanyi. Now there's a couple of things we want to talk about here, but but first, Brian, give us your thoughts on this. Listen, this is a hard trade to to look at because Deck got sixty points from this trade. Nice. And watching got five. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but Oshin I, money laundered this. He laundered this trade. He did. He did. Yeah. And layering. Still, still deck comes out plus twenty-seven. Okay. Well, okay. Well, 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 well played deck. Um, 
Armour was an unexpected... Like, he's turned into a, a very valuable player all of a sudden. Yeah. Shar, again, his shitness. Shar's only picked up 10 points since this trade was done. Odegaard's picked up 23. And a one yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like, can we just, can we just let, let, let's spend some time in Awanyi because I saw Oshin put in a text into the group a couple of days ago and, and I really thought to myself, what, what, what are they, what are they feeding him in Fibsborough? Or maybe he's still in, in, uh, in, uh, Contarf. Oshin said, I've been fucked over this year between De Bruyne, uh, Another good player. And I want you getting well, injured. Still our league leader. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. To be fair. Uh, yeah, true. As in, like, he's, he's cursing the fact that he's top of the league. But um, uh, I I really did think uh, I want you. I was like, hold on a second. This guy, if this guy didn't, if this guy wasn't in the league, like, nobody would notice. And <laughs> I, I would be pretty sure that nobody outside probably Oshin and maybe two or three other players actually knew who he was. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was one of the best. I had to read it twice and I was like, wait, is Oshin giving out that one he got injured and that that was bad luck? Yeah, come on. This guy is is someone that uh, if he's on the wave or somebody might pick him up, somebody might not. Uh, but here. Well, listen, maybe Oshin maybe, maybe Oshin had big plans for him and it didn't come true, but I think uh, this trade. I mean, now granted, this got the uh, this got the ball rolling on the other trade. Because... Far, but I mean, to be honest with you, he he wouldn't have been far off where he is now if he just kept. Yeah, players. if he just kept. Yeah, well, that that that's a fair point. I think Solanke. Um, I think probably Oshin thought Solanke's ran his race. Yeah, he thought Palmer one hit wonder, and then Gabrielle maybe isn't starting that much for. For Arsenal, now he was unlucky because Shar got uh, sorry Newcastle got a lot, a lot of injuries, and um, here I suppose he wanted Odegaard, but he you're right. I think I think on reflection, this is a perfect captain hindsight trade where we look at it and we say, oh well, obviously, like you named it there, whatever, like forty points difference um, by Dex, so like Dex done really well out of it. But I can kind of see some of Oshin's logic at the time. Like uh in another in another season, maybe the three players deck got might have done nothing and Oshin would have got Odegaard. That like you know, Oshin wanted a first round, kind of first, second round pick out of it, which is what he got. But then we realize after, oh, like Parmer maybe is is up there and so is Solanke as well. So here we we can we can grade this in a bit, but I think we're in agreement that uh here this the maths the match tells the story on this, um, unfortunately for Rushing. Um, and here, our fifth trade, which um, happened only only last week, I think, was um, <laughs> when the Swan FC manager just got too pissed off with rat face himself, Bruno Fernandes. Uh, he tried to flog him to a number of um, other teams, from what I understand. Um, one of the managers responded with... Um, there is no way I would put that shit bag in my team. <laughs> <laughs> he may be the co-host on the show. <laughs> uh, and to be fair, I just laughed and said, yeah, fair enough. Um, so that went in one direction. And then Luis Diaz. Um, and 
he was previously actually already on my team and he's moved to Vlad's and he's moved back to me again. So here, the uh, wait, I'll, I'll, I'll pass it over to you, Brian, and then I'll give you my thoughts. Go ahead. Well, there's not much to say here. It's 3 0. Yeah, 3 0. Yeah. 3 0. Nothing, no, no, nothing for Fernandes. I mean, this trade, morally, ethically, everything. That man, Bruno Fernandes, should not be in this game. Oh, yeah. You think I, mean, I actually think Vlad's team is now called Fernandes FC. Oh, Fernandes is an absolute piece of, and I'll leave enough of a pause so I can bleep it out. A mm, piece of yeah. shit. I hate yeah. him. Is he your most team. hated player in the league? He's up there. He's up yeah. there. I feel it in my bones there's somebody I hate more. But Richardson? No, I, I like Richardson. Oh. Remember in the ass, he used to have like a... <laughs> used to hate uh, Nias because Nias's nightmare was your yeah. was, was the name of your team <laughs> Nias and who was that other absolute <laughs> on the Aston Villa team that Paul had all the time um, I think he made this trade before uh, Ben has has deteriorated further and he had a decent week last week here I, I'll tell you why I did it so I'll give you some first hand info on it Um. I'm just sick of Bruno Fernandes. I, I, I got him in and uh, I thought he was actually going to do really well this year. And my season has his, it, my season has just plateaued the same throughout because I've had no player at, at the top level who could deliver that I thought Bruno Fernandes was going to deliver. I, I was actually had a look through and I was chatting to Ush, Ush the other day. I actually only have one player in the top 40 point scores. <laughs> only one. And it's uh, Alexander Arnold. But like, uh, uh, Bruno Fernandes was supposed to be my, like, you know, maybe top 10, 15 players to points. And he's been terrible. So, like, I'm just sick of the prick. And I said, you know what? I'll see what I can get for him. I, I want to enjoy Christmas. I don't want that rat face coming in, disturbing things. Uh, and um, I was happy just to get Luis Diaz in. Do Luis Diaz might not play both games coming up. Granted, you know, rotation will happen around the Christmas festive period. However, I just wanted rid of Fernandes. And um all and he sorry, he was already suspended for the first game. So yeah. <laughs> um like I know Vlad's has given out, but here, three points already ahead of him. Um let's see what happens in the next couple of games. United are terrible. Um I'm pretty sure I offered Vlad that trade when he was drunk and he, he called me a number of names. But for some reason he changed it he changed his mind a couple of days later and I we did the trade. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. I feel like he's done that before. <laughs> yeah, he 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 can sometimes be a real stickler on trades, and then sometimes surprise you with some beauties. So here he decided to go with this. I think he he said, you know what, Bruno's done it for him in the past. He might do it again. He might not even need Bruno to do it for him, given the kind of the current state of affairs. Um, but here we we'll we'll talk about the run in in a bit, but uh. We'll we'll grade this one as well. This it's probably too early to call on this. It's only a three a three game week trade. It's 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 unlikely to be that big a difference between the two players. If there is, it's probably because one of them has a really good week. So like it's a bit of a flip of the coin. I um I I kind of I'm not playing for anything really other than the side bets, which we'll chat about too. Um and I said uh, sure fuck it why not? And, and of course, Vlad's is playing for, Vlad's is playing for everything. In, in the forfeit. Uh, okay, so here, that's there are the five trades. So quite a lot of activity, 
Shall we grade grade the trades, Brian? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Um, first trade we covered was the uh, Kulazevsky, Saliba, and Diaby Adogi. Um, your thoughts, Brian? It's only one winner, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think oh. definitely won this trade. Yeah. Um, th- th- this is like when we do a post-mortem of the entire league, I think Ben will look and say, fuck. Uh, brother dearest really got me there. <laughs> However, you know, lessons learned, hopefully, for the Mayo man. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we're both agreeing on that one. Next one, I think, was the... Was it the... Was it the With that. Uh, with that, Okay, so... Yeah, here this is this is a slam dunk for Fitz, like <laughs> like applauding here in the background. Fitz, well done. Um, uh, until we came to the next trade, which we will not be applauding you for, I don't think. Uh, the Pedro Porosun Embuemo for Shar Odegaard Adringa. Um, so here I think this 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 was a clear weakness in Fitz's running. And um, it just set the scene for a, a capitulation, really, uh, and a, a, tog, a togging of colossal uh, size. So um, I think Oshin definitely won this. He, he It was a battle of wits, this trade. And um, even if it only finishes 10 or 15 points in the difference uh, that, that Oshin wins the trade by, it changed the face of the league. It really did. That, they're my thoughts. No, I'd agree. I mean, I look at this and I was looking at it today and I was like, oh, if Newcastle had one more clean sheet, you know, this would be much closer. Then you're going, what are you doing? You don't lead the league and trade Sun. That's no, no that was it. Regardless I tried of telling Lugard, him this, whatever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I tried telling him this, that you didn't need to do this trade. Yeah. If you didn't do this trade, you would have you won the league. And maybe he thought winning the league is easy. Winning the cup is easy. I'm just going to, you know, have a bit of crack. Wake up calls. Wake up call. Wake up and smell the coffee. Because... Points behind Oshin. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. whatever yeah. would happen to Odegaard, he lost 11 points from someone on that, right? So, I mean... Yeah. I think, I think maybe Fitz in, in future times mightn't be as uh, cordial with his Klongonian... Um, his Klongonian friend. Okay, I think we both agree Oshin won that trade both in points and in the in essence as well. Um next we had the deck the deck Oshin trade here. Well done deck. I think you win this trade. This isn't this is not a glamorous one, it's just it's hard numbers deck deck nailed it. Yeah, I mean you got sixty points off this trade. Yeah, no. Yeah, but, um, De- Dex, Dex enjoying Christmas dinner off the back of this trade. Like, yeah, plus plus twenty eight for him if you look at uh, if he kept the other guys. Um, this is a, a no brainer. Obviously, Oshin got the guys he did to trade that that for the other one, the Fitz one. But yeah, um, yeah listen, Deck wins that. You never know. Maybe this trade would have worked out for us if he had a one. You, who knows? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he might still be winning the league. <laughs> um, and here, fair play to Deck as well. I saw he did his post box point. Uh, in Switzerland, uh, or was it Switzerland? Uh, I don't. Did he say where it was? It was somewhere with snow, and um, <laughs> he was skiing, I think. And uh, I went skiing with Tech actually, on uh, for a couple of days, a few years ago, in in uh, in Vancouver or Whistler, which is close to Vancouver. We had a great couple of days. Um, we had a number of crashes, uh, but I was saying to Deck, I hope he 
had a more uh, stable skiing trip than the last one because we spent a lot of time on the ground. Um, <laughs> but yeah, fair play for doing a postbox point. Uh, I believe there's another one due. Um, so let's see. You could definitely tell with Deck as well. Um, he was he was floating between accents. He was definitely <laughs> at least four or five points in. So like it wasn't like it wasn't like uh, it was his first year. I just have it a pint and postbox point and knocking it back. It was clear that uh, he was he was he was going off the back of three or four other points at least. Um, okay. Um, forfeits. Um, seems we still have another league loser last time. Doing his. Yes, true. Maybe you can hold him to you can hold him to account as uh, they would say on maths. You can hold him to account, uh, Pat Byrne later, and maybe you can get him to listen to this podcast. I don't believe he uh, based on your geographical tagging. Uh, I don't believe he has. So here we're just looking for that extra incremental listener. Um. So anyway, next one was the uh, was that was it the one with me and me uh-huh. and uh, yeah okay so. Yeah, to be honest, I think it's too early to grade this one, uh, and there's not enough time. I, I, you never know. We could look back at it and say, "Whoa, Bruno Fernandez did something big there," or "Whoa, Luis Diaz did something big there." But you've only got three games, so I think it was kind of a shot to nothing. Uh, I, I'm going to say probably it favors me simply because there's only three games and Diaz is available for three games. You could say that. Um, I would disagree with you and say that. Uh... Oh. Um, you won this trade simply okay. because Fernandez is such an evil bastard. When <laughs> uh, I was looking, I was like, oh, well, you got three points to zero. That's like, you know, zero isn't really a number you can count in percentage terms, but, you know, 300% better. Um, so that will win you the trade. But then I was looking that um, Andy really lost that Kuna trade. <laughs> yeah, he, he did. <laughs> he did. And where, yeah. I think Andy probably on another season, every trade he's done has worked out very badly for him. Um, yeah. And uh, he probably he'll probably think about that, but uh, I I remember seeing Andy's team for the start year, and I thought, well, Andy's got to win it. But <laughs> let's see, uh, he might he might he might not be as inclined to trade next year, even though it's all part of the, it's all part of the fun. Okay, so we've pretty much graded all our trades, and um, awesome. here let's let's leave the mark now. The run in, Brian. We've got a lot of play here. Three weeks left. Sorry? Three game weeks left, is it? No, two game weeks left. Two games. Start, okay. Starting tonight, who do you think is going to win it? Like, Oshin's, he slingshotted himself right up to the top. Fitz is in disarray. The morale is down. What do you think? I think last week, there was a 40-point difference. It's not going to happen again. So, obviously, it's going to be... going to be this is, Someone's going to win this league by a couple of... A handful of points. Um, it's going to be tight. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. very tight. And looking at Fitz's team... I mean, that's the kind of team. That's the kind of team looking at that that can get you twenty points a week, you know. Mm. And it can happen. It can happen again. You have a very bad week. It's unlikely that Oshin's going to get seventy three again from what he has because his team. It's pretty not amazing. It's Spurs. Nicholas it's Spurs Jackson. with a, with a couple of Nicholas Jackson's going to win somebody the league. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, Dan Byrne, I think, got him a big score. And so did Livermento. Like between those two players and the Spurs contingent, he got like fifty points. So like he took a gamble with that, and fair play to him, it worked. And it was it was a it was a well placed gamble. Um, on the flip side, Fitz, it's hard to know what his strategy is now. I can see I can see Oshin's strategy. Here, I'm going to tell you straight out. 
I think I, I thought Fitz had this league and I thought it's his it's not even his for the losing it's just his um, but with the momentum now will I go for Rush will I go for Fitz I think Fitz has one net advantage which is he has diversified his team more than Oshin's one um, okay okay at, coming up to the Christmas period could be a lifesaver um, it could do it for him um, yeah well, I tell you what, experience, I, experience, you know, Oshin's been here, done that. He's done it. He's done it. Yeah, he's he's Oshin is our reigning champion. Like, um, I'm looking at it here, and I'm going to tell you what I'm basing my decision off. Spurs, Spurs are playing everything at home. Everything are doing really well, so everyone are going to score. I think, on this Saturday, and they're playing defender myself, and they're playing Brighton away. Brighton are going to score. And that's going to cost Oshin because he's got two Spurs midfielders and he's got two Spurs defenders. Um, so Spurs I'm going to say... Everton and playing Brighton, they could lose both those games if they give me like 5-4. Yeah, exactly. So, Somehow. well, it's true. That he might score a lot of goals, but I think he needs some good... Uh, he needs clean sheets. That's what he's been making his money on. So that does make me think, ooh, can Fitz do it? I'm just looking at Fitz's team. Ooh, so bad. Um... <laughs> And I Newcastle are playing Luton and Nottingham Forest. Oshin, congratulations on the league. Oshin has it. I'm sorry. Oshin does it. It's look of Fitz team. It's it's just not pretty. Uh he really, really did screw him. <laughs> we are kind of covering territory we we've gone over before. But yeah, I think I think I think uh I think Oshin's gonna do the double. He's gonna he's gonna win two leagues in a row for the first time for him. And his third league, I think, overall. No, he's getting up there as close to where you are. Yeah, he's halfway if he wins this. <laughs> um, and uh, are you in agreement, Reiner? I just don't. I just don't know how Fitz is going to do it. I, I, mm. I haven't seen him in this situation before. It's like, a, I just, you know, as if Leicester had lost their lead with two games to go, could they pull it back? Yeah. I don't know. I can see somebody sticking it. Oh, there's no training. No trading, no. He's gonna to have to depend on some waivers. Let let's face it. Uh, but let's see, let's see. It's it's gonna it's good. Uh, you have to give me one side or another. Yeah, right? you don't. Well, you don't often see somebody lose the lead for two weeks to go after leading for so long and then coming back to win it. So it has to be actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay. Sorry, Fitz. And then at the bottom, we've got Vladzinski and. Ben. So there are four points in this. <laughs> and by the way, I should, I should have said there's six points in it at the top. Um, so there's four points in it. Uh, here, this is set up beautifully. I'll, I'll give you a very quickly my thoughts. Like, Vlad's is riding the kudos wave big time. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what I was going to say. <laughs> he's got kudos. He's got kudos, like, f- flying points through. But, but what Vlad's has is he's got kudos could get him points. I could see Ferguson getting him a point or two. I could see Bruno Fernandes maybe getting him a point. I could see Trossard maybe coming on and going scoring a goal. Um, so like I can see a lot of different. I can see a, a differentiation in in Irla's team. He's done something there, as we kind of talked about before. Um, it's all all on Aston Villa for for Ben. He's got Watkins and Diaby, and that's it. That's right. I think it's looking bad for Ben, to be honest. Yeah. I hate Fernandez and I hate seeing that name in early. I yeah, I think you're right. He I'm does have that. Allison though. He does have Allison. <laughs> yes, who sat on his bench last week. 
Uh, yeah, I don't really know why Ben did that, but yeah, okay. But um, I think I think I think Ben I think Ben has Ben come last before. Ben has come last. Uh, Irla has never come last, so it would be a first if Irla did. Ben did uh, a few years ago, I think, and did the storybook as his forefoot. Oh, that's right. Yes, uh, that's right. Okay. So here, like the guys. I think it's going to be really tight. I think you're safe, Brian. You're like 75 points in front of them. That's you're safe. Uh, I, I think it's going to be, I think Ben is going to really push him. I think if, if Vlad's does it, it, it will be, it'll be, he'll have to fend him off. Ben is not going to go down without putting a fight up here. I can see Ben getting some good scores. Uh, it all comes down to whether Vlad's can deliver some of the scores he's been delivering recently, which is 54. Okay, the previous week he got 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe he hasn't been getting Maybe last week was a fluke, but I predicted about two or three weeks ago, I said Fitz and Ben. I've, I've changed my mind with Fitz. I, I, I'm not changing my mind. I, I think Ben is going to finish last, but uh, that's my call. Yeah, I mean, looking at these teams, I was looking, sorry, when you said the 14 points to look back, yeah, you're this team two weeks ago, difference to the one that was last week. I mean, that's yeah. the team. Um, can you build? Can you can you can you get out of the bottom by completely changing your team? I guess we'll find out. I yeah, think, no, he's. I think, I think Ben's. I think Ben's done for. That's yeah, fine. sorry Ben, sorry Ben. Um, okay, so that's the top and the bottom here. The the middle of the league, it's, there's not much going on there, but we do have some side bets. So okay. yeah, I'm not I'm not fully up to date on the side bets. Okay, well the, we'll we'll start with one that's finished already. Douglas Louise did not score one goal for Ben after that side bet. <laughs> and now Ben has to do a, a post box point on Stevens' day in uh, his speedos. So that <laughs> that will be genuinely brilliant. <laughs> so fair play for doing it, lads. And um... <laughs> oh, that's gonna be so funny when we see that. Uh, okay, so that that's what number side bet number one. I know Deck and Ush always have a side bet, which I think Ushin's going to win now. Uh, I think it's it's a euro per point. Or to something like that. So, looks like Ushin's going to win that one. Okay, seventy-five points ahead currently. Yeah, myself and Fitz have a side bet on. Um, let me see. I have it written down here what the current status is. Uh, it's it it was whatever about. Uh, just less than a month ago, Fitz. I think I was giving Fitz some stick on that trade that we've we've gone over the the um the Odegaard son one. So. It fits basically said, okay, whoever whoever gets the most points between me and you at the end of the between now and the end of the season, the loser has to do a post box point. So oh, at the minute at the minute I have 159 points since that happened. And Fitz is 145. So that's pretty close. That's that's what uh you're talking you're talking fourteen points in that. So there's not really much in it. That's so I'll be keeping an eye. That's keeping me ticking. Uh, and then there's the there's the real side bet, Brian. The the side bet that everybody's been looking at. Myself and Vlad's. Um the <laughs> the loser buys the other the other person uh, uh, around on the golf course. Uh, I think we'd agreed Carton House, but now I think uh, there was a, a consensus that it should be played in um uh Druid's Glen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I think they're similar price. Uh but yeah, I think here Vlad's hard luck. Another season behind me. What can you do? Like how many is that now, Brian? Uh, eight? eight, nine. Is it seven, nine eight? 
if, if whatever amount of seasons Vlad's is involved, he's never finished ahead of me. I'm sorry to say. And he's the only person, I think. I think everybody else, apart from Deck, actually, maybe Deck hasn't finished ahead of me either, but he probably That's will this time. That season that... Um... You passed Mount the last week, did you? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. I, I finished second last one, so that's the only reason I think maybe Deck didn't finish. Well, he's he's yeah, that's yeah. He probably will. Yeah, especially with that kind of like here. That was a massive piece of news that came out that they were removing the points for the Bournemouth thing. It didn't. Re- it it only seemed to impact the guys who don't care about <laughs> the end of the season. Um, <laughs> like thankfully, but but because it would have been like absolute. There would have been war over that. Um, but. They are these side bets. I think that's it. I I hope I'm not forgetting anything. Uh, like if if Pat was still in the league, there definitely would have been one with Vlad's. That was a given. Um, but here, like it's it's an absolutely fantastic run-in we have. Like I I'm looking forward to sitting back with some popcorn and watching it from afar. Um, and here it's going to be it's going to be a feast of football over the next week. Um, and then we have the next draft. And here I know we're kind of coming up on time, Brian. But, no, it's okay. uh, the, uh, the, um, sorry, Pat just texted me saying he will be at Bunsen for after six. So there you go. That. Okay. Punctual. Yeah. So yes. good news for all. Like, we can enjoy the games over the Christmas period. Go for Bunsen. Yes. After six o'clock. And I'm trying to find the highlight of the weekend for our league would probably be Spurs Everton, would it? Um, three o'clock. Oh, Spurs Newcastle. <laughs> No, Arsenal Liverpool is the highlight. No, I'm sorry for a league, Harry. Sorry, I'm saying. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. Fair oh, yes. Yeah, so, three o'clock on Saturday, we've got Newcastle, Luton, Forest, Bournemouth, Spurs, Everton. Well, the thing is, Fitz kind of has a bit of a wild card here because he's gotten rid of any good players he had. So, he has to pull a, a rabbit out of the hat here. And he's gonna, only way he's going to do that is through free agency or the waiver. So, we're not going to know what Fitz does really until he names his team tonight. And it's only then because. He's got he's got a nice spread. You're right. Um, but yeah, I think that here Arsenal Liverpool is gonna be a great game. I'd say I here I Arsenal might win. Arsenal might win that game. It's in Anfield, but like they might win. It's yeah. they're going really well. We're not gonna talk real football here, but we're done. <laughs> not biased at all, Brian. Not biased at all. Here, Wolves Chelsea on Sunday as well. That's a big one for who's gonna win the league. So that those three. Oh, are... that's true. Cunha yeah. could Cunha could end up being like an essential trade. And here, I, I, I let me just be clear. When I call the Fitz and Ushin one, I do think that's going to be closer than um than the Ben Vlad's one. I think I think Ben and Vlad's potentially Vlad's is going to run run away with this one. Potentially, I, I am saying Ben is going to go down with a fight. I, I but I do think he's going to fall short. Whereas I think the the Ushin Fitz one. I've I've kind of tipped Osh based on basically form, but at the same time, I can I can see that going down to the very last game. Yeah, I mean, even looking at the fixtures for this coming weekend, the, you're seeing the people who are bottom of the league relying on the matches that are on at you know eight o'clock on Friday, and you know, <laughs> whereas the people leading the league have the Sunday game and the you know the main kickoffs on Saturday. There's a match. There's a match on Christmas Eve this year as well. So like, there's only Christmas Day off. Oh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, sorry, it's World of Chelsea. And, yeah. Um, so it's going to go down to the last day. Like, yeah. And um, four days. I, I was going to say as well, Brian. The um the draft will be happening as well before we have our next next podcast. So here, who would oh, you sorry, take as your? Sorry, go ahead. When is the draft? The draft is, I think, the twenty seventh. 
But there's a match on the twenty eighth. Yes, that's okay. Oh. It it as long as it, it happens after the game week nineteen starts, we're okay. Um so I think I think if if I was first pick, I'd probably still go for Haaland. Who would you go for? First pick Salah. Salah. Yeah, he's actually he's under the radar. Low key oh, well, delivered big time. Um and here, yeah, I th- I think that th- there's going to be a lot of uh, that th- this this draft will get I think a lot more attention maybe than the last draft. Here I was in the delivery room and I didn't I basically did wasn't able to do the draft. <laughs> I did the first pick and, and then just kind of put the phone down. Fitz might be in the same situation apparently. His wife is expecting in the next couple of days. Best of luck, Fitz. Uh, but I have a feel I I'm pretty sure it was there only a few people available for that draft. A lot of people auto drafted so. Here it's around Christmas. People probably have more time in their hands. They're going to be able to do it. It's an integral part of the league. Well, the, our league is going to go down to Spurs Brighton on the last possible. That's a really good point. That's a really good point, Brian. What is the last game that that we're going to be looking at? Fitz, Ben, well, and, and the last two matches of game week nineteen are. I don't know if you have them there at first. Brighton Spurs and Arsenal West Ham. Okay, so Odegaard's going to be playing and then the Spurs players rush. Uh, here, let's see. Let's see. I think it, that's a nice finish. That's actually perfect for the top of the league and then for the bottom of the league, like it's really Aston Villa versus uh, West Ham kind of for for, for Vlad's. Uh, but here, think- it's an exciting finish. I'm looking forward to the draft as well because obviously for myself and yourself, we don't really have much to play for. So, it will be nice to kind of reset and get our, uh, I get our new teams. Love to get first pick. I've never had first pick. It's In the kind of thing lads always gets. Always gets first drafts. Pick. I've never gotten. Yeah. I think I've got it once. I think I've got it once, uh, and I think I picked Salah. Um, but oh yeah, first draft puts you on the on the way to doing very well. Sorry, first pick. Yeah. If you're anywhere below pick six or seven, you're in trouble. I think. Yeah. No, no, like it, really, it puts you in a bad situation. But here, Brian, we'll look forward to the draft on the 27th, just about a week away now. Uh, we'll look forward to the end of the league and we'll look forward to the next podcast as well. I hope I think we're going to do a debrief on all the teams shortly after the draft um, and hopefully get Fitzy in as well, our newcomer to the league. He might be the champion when we interview him. He might, might not. We can kind of dissect his um, his togging. If, By if, the way, he's <laughs> surrounded with new baby diapers. Um, and he's going to be a busy man too so here he actually he might not be available as well <laughs> but, <let's see. laughs> but um, here best luck fits as we said hope everything goes okay and here Brian it's been a pleasure as always until next I time I look forward to the next one have a good Christmas everyone Merry Christmas <laughs>